Hello, my bright light. Welcome back to another episode of the Beautifully Built Podcast. I'm your girl, Melissa Impact. Today, I have on one of my good friends. Her name is Janelle. Janelle and I met in a mastermind. We're in the same round of the Lightworkers Society with Miss Marley. And Janelle and I just totally bonded right off the bat. And then we finally got to meet in person. And Janelle is like the best hugger ever. (laughs) We finally got to meet in person at Pace to Be Brave. And so excited to have her on the show today. Janelle has been studying the power of breath work. And if breath work is something you've never experienced before, oh my goodness, you have got to. There are so many different people that I would love to recommend you to. So if you're interested in learning more about breath work, please reach out to me on Instagram. You'll be able to chat more with Janelle as well. But breath work is such an important practice that has been kind of Um, uncovered recently and brought back to the trend Uh, but it's a really great deep way to do some healing so if you're the type of person who is so ready to shed trauma from the past breath work is a great practice to give a try and see if it works out for you so I'm so excited to have Janelle on the show today and we are going to talk all about breath work Janelle thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart with us thanks for having me of course exciting to be here. I was so excited when you came up to me at Pace Be Brave and said, can I come on your show? I was yes, of course. I've been wanting to ask you for so long and it's just like something would get in the way and I'd, I'd forget about it. Yeah. And, I'd forget about it. and then finally oh, I was like, no, so that's my one thing is to come ask you to do I this. love it. I'm so excited. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So it's, it's been an interesting year. I pivoted hard. Wow. That's year. Yeah. From Pace to be Brave last year to Pace to be Brave this year, it's a complete 180. So uh, my background's massage therapy. Cool. And yeah, and mm. really dealing with emotional trauma in the body wow. and releasing it through body work. And then last year at Pace to be Brave, I found Samantha Skelly, mm. joined her Hungry for Happiness coaching certification program. I graduate from that in November. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited. And from there, it's kind of been this whirlwind of, I'm in her pause breathwork facilitator training. Mm. I met Marley last year, which is how we connected in one of her programs and really developing this whole holistic wellness, holistic healing for mind, body, and soul, Mm. right? Through breathwork, bodywork, and emotional trauma. Mm. I think that so many people don't realize that when they're feeling aches and pains in their body and they're feeling kind of tight, or maybe they have buildup of knots and stuff like that. It's, it's, there's a lot to that. There's a lot to that. Sometimes it's from sitting at a desk all day. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's from ignoring some, some emotions that you don't want to (laughs) face. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. I think that would be so interesting to talk about. Right. So uh, there's, there's so much. (laughs) I'm like, so just tell us everything real quick. (laughs) So the connection I make to it as, as a massage therapist and you work out a lot, you have, right. So you'll Mm -hmm. probably relate to this is, you know, how you can have a trigger point in a muscle. Mm-hmm. which causes referred pain somewhere else. So yeah. say you have a knot in your shoulder and it, it's causing headaches, right? Yeah. Emotional, you can have emotional trigger points, which act the same. So you mm-hmm. can have a long ago, something that happened to you, which may or may not even register to you as being a traumatic experience. Yeah. You know, the time when you're eight and your dad says, stop being so sensitive. 
Mm -hmm. Your body registers that as trauma. And so then whenever something happens, you know, it shows, it manifests in, in various ways. And that can come out as, you know, perfectionism, for example, or that's a big one, or it can come out as being triggered by, by certain things. Right. And the, the other reason why it's so important to address emotions as they come up and not let them get trapped in your body is relating it back to a, a healthcare standpoint. Say you, you have a knee surgery, right? You have scar tissue build up on that. So the longer you wait to start therapy on it, to start rehab, to start getting that moving, it's harder to do that. Right. Mm. Emotions work the same way. Wow. Don't address it immediately. It's harder to release it versus this event happens. Let me sit with it. Let me, let me heal from the pain and then I can move on. Yeah. Let me, I'm really good at pushing things under the rug or I'll say historically I was good at pushing things under the rug. Yeah. In the past. Yes. And one of, one of the biggest ways that has shown up for me and look, you know, hindsight's always 2020 and it's so crazy doing all the work we do Mm. is looking back in your life. You're like, Oh, these things make so much sense now. Right. But when I, I used to train horses So when I was 17, I was training a pony at our barn and I fell over a jump, broke my back. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I I was going to go to college on an, on an equestrian scholarship. So college was next, right? I built my life around was done. It was two years before I could ride again. It was a year before I was cleared two years before I could get on a horse again. Wow. Because same thing, the longer you wait, the harder it is. Mm-hmm. It's why there's the saying, when you fall, get back on the horse. Mm-hmm. Because the longer you wait to do it, then the fear, the pain, it sets in. That trauma sets in your body and you can't. So you must have had to work through a lot of trauma around that. I did. Yeah. And, and, you know, at the time, I didn't realize it. It was, let me go to physical therapy. Let me do this. Just heal my back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My back. And then not even realizing that even after I was cleared to, you, you can ride again. I was still like, no, I'm busy with school. I was going to say fearful. Yeah. And distracting yourself. Right. There was always something else that I would be like, I would never come out and say, I'm scared to do it because I didn't yeah. think that's what it was. Looking yeah. back, it's totally what it was. Yeah, interesting. But it would always be this, oh, I'm busy with this. It was my senior year, so it was, oh, I'm busy with this. Oh, I have this going on. Oh, I'm starting a new job. Oh. So yeah. interesting because I'm like, now I'm like, huh, that's really funny because I have something right now in my life that I'm doing that too. I have a friend that's a videographer and he's like, let's do a fun little video. And I'm like, yeah, sure, soon. And then like every time the conversation comes up, I'm like, well, I got to do this and I got to do that. And <laughs> interesting. What do you think the trauma was around video? I think um, I actually went, I did quite a few different programs to do like commercial acting and gotcha. stuff like that. So I was really, when I was younger, I was like really gung ho into like acting. And I think I'm sure the trauma is probably like not getting some of those auditions and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. that, that fear of rejection probably. Right. Mm. Yeah. And it's crazy when we talk about trauma because 
it can be big or small. Yeah. Right. And so many times we say trauma and people think it's these massive. They think it's like a, a car accident or a house fire, right? It or, can be, yeah. Or long standing with abuse, like these yeah. major things. And it doesn't necessarily have to be. It can be small things that just your body remembers. Just, yeah. I love that example that you gave, like simply just someone saying something to you that kind of, kind of stung, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we, and especially so much happens when we're younger, right? And we don't know how to process it. Yeah. So we're doing so much healing of wounds when we were kids. Mm -hmm. And that's really been stuck in people's bodies for quite some time. Right. Right. Because even when you think you've moved past it, your, your body remembers (laughs) everything. Wow. And what led me to massage yeah i was gonna that's what i was gonna ask next how did massage come into your life so i had been in an abusive relationship emotionally Mm -hmm. and when that ended i was so happy it was finally over that i was just i'm done with this i get to move on and and never really processed it because i was like i don't i don't need to process anything i'm happy right Mm -hmm. And it was maybe six months after, and I was at work one day, and I was getting a massage from one of my therapists, and I started bawling, crying. Wow. And she emotional release. Yeah. Yeah, She asked if I was okay, and I said, yeah. And she, do you want to keep going? I said, yeah. And she goes, do you want to talk about anything? I said, not right now. And she goes, okay, finish the session. And because it was the first time I cried about it. Wow. So you knew, you knew what was going on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it was the first time I ever had an emotional release from body work. Mm. And the first time I was like, oh, there's something to this. Right. Mm. And especially opening up your heart, your chest, that's what she was working was opening up pecs. Wow. And just opening up that, that heart chakra. Yeah. Yeah. And even when I was in school, I almost dropped out because I was, I hated being touched so much and almost dropped out. I can't believe that. Cause you're like the best hugger ever. <laughs> Thanks. I am now. <laughs> I was going to say it was like the most therapeutic place for me to be. Yeah. Because it taught me touch can be healing. Wow. But even some of the things that came up during class that were flashbacks of like, I, I, I remember we were doing one session and I, and I forget what the lesson was, but mm-hmm. I jumped off the table and was like, I'll be right back and like left the room and just started crying. And the memory that came up was like, where did this even come from? I don't remember this happening, but it, it was one of those things that made perfect sense to me in the moment. I was like, but I have no recollection of this, but my body remembered it. Wow, that is so powerful. Yeah. And so then I was like, uh, I need to keep doing this. <laughs> that, it's, it's wild too, because I have a massage therapist that comes to my house mm-hmm. and it's amazing. I love being in my own space. Right. For massage, it's really cool. But the very first time he came over and he was massaging me, I was hysterically crying. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. But there's so yeah, there's so much our body holds on to. 
and it, unless we actively do the work to clear it or to acknowledge why the, why the trauma is there mm. and heal it, it's going to stay there. Mm. So it's like, how long are we prolonging it <laughs> in a yeah. lot of situations? How long are we prolonging it? Yeah. So now what are some, some tips and some advice that you could give people listening right now that are like, wow. You know, I wonder if there's stuff that I'm holding on to. What are some kind of like inter- interest? <laughs> Chances yeah. are there's something you're holding on yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, pretty much positive. Yeah, <laughs> much that's that's a given. Only because we as humans we experience so much, right? But some things to look out for. Again, do, are you easily triggered by by things? That's generally a sign you have some kind of trauma that you're not facing yet. Mm-hmm perfectionism, a big one relating to worthiness, mm-hmm. then are you just numbing feeling anything? Mm-hmm. Right. Are you want, that was me for a long time. I was the girl who was like, I don't need emotions. They're not for me. Yeah. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to the point I once had an ex-boyfriend call me uh, a cold hearted bitch incapable of emotion. Whoa. Yeah. Because I was that, I was that I don't need this. I don't need to feel anything. So how did you, how did you really turn that around? Because I can even think of people that I know who are going to be like, whoa, she's talking to me. So what did you do? What were some of your first steps? Enrolling in massage. I mean, I wouldn't say the biggest hit for me was when I had the breakthrough during that massage. Mm -hmm. That was kind of the, okay, there's something to this. And then everything else just kind of fell into place. I, mm. I went to massage school. I thought, you know, I wanted to do the deep tissue work on sports medicine, heal all this. And I was like, no, I want to work emotions. Cool. Started doing a lot of emotional release work. And then this past year has been the majority of the healing and getting back in touch with my emotions. And that's so much through the work we do in Hungry for Happiness. Mm. And knowing that one, your body's never going to give you something you can't handle. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So many times we're afraid to feel pain, right? But pain and suffering don't have to coexist. You can feel pain, but you don't have to suffer. Yeah. And knowing that it makes going through the pain so much easier because I know there's going to be an end to it. Yeah. And also knowing that I'm safe to feel this. Yeah. Right. That I'm any- so big. I'm so big on setting intentions too. Yes. You know, when you really set that powerful intention that this pain that's you may be intentionally creating by going back to some of those memories, but you're, you're intentionally creating it with the, with, the end result of healing and letting it go once and for all. And right. Not, not looking to be sitting in that pain again, but really okay. to be able to release that. Right. Why am I still holding on to this? Yeah. Taking up so much space energetically. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So do you think for someone who's like brand new to this, do you think that a great place to start would be to get a little bit more into massage and maybe invest in themselves and, and go, go see a massage therapist? I think it's definitely an avenue that can be beneficial. Yeah. Finding the right massage therapist. Yes. How do you go about that? (laughs) Trial and error, unfortunately. Finding people who aren't 
this sounds bad, not finding the spa people. I was just going to say the same thing. I'm like, if you're going to go on Google, don't go to the nearest spa necessarily. Not, and not because they're not good. I've That's more relaxation. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's great for that, but not for emotional release. Finding the next course I really want to do, and there's a few people who do it, is alchemical alignment. Ooh. That's really good for trauma release. The other one's the breath work. Yeah. That's been a huge part of healing. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about breath work. Cause that's something that's probably new to some of the people listening. Yes. So that's new to me too. And, but it's one of the easiest self healing modalities. It's really just using your own breath, using your own breath to clear stuck emotions. Yes. To create new energy from it. You guys, I have tried a few different breathwork activities and it's wild the different feelings that you feel. I remember the very first time I was like, I was, I have been so shallowly breathing for so long that I was literally lightheaded because for the first time I was actually breathing correctly. Right. And and as humans, we, we all are shallow breathers, right? Because we never think about it. So one, just the act of taking these full deep breaths Mm -hmm. but then also we can put ourselves into an altered state of consciousness through that yeah and it's crazy some of the breakthroughs people have um when we were doing the training for this in san diego about a month ago one of the biggest ones that came up for me that week was the feeling of I had always felt like the black sheep of my family, mm-hmm. but there was something different to me that I didn't quite fit in. Not that my family didn't love me. I knew they did, but that I was just, I was okay. different from yeah. them and never really being able to understand or explain that and being in that training. It's like, Oh, this is why, because I have a different healing energy to me yeah. and that's okay. That's beautiful. Right. Yeah. But it was a part that I kind of shut off and I was like, well, let me just try and fit in with the rest of my family and be like them. And no. Oh my gosh. That's so, cause that's one of the big things. The big takeaways from Pace to be brave this year was show yeah. up unapologetically yourself. Yes. yes. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny cause we're all so scared to do that. Right. Yeah. So it's, of being it's, it is scary. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But, when we do that, we attract people to us because they, they see the freedom in it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they're just, it gives them permission to do the same. Wow. So how do you, do you feel like you've been able to kind of like really be your authentic self in, in regards to your family? It's getting there. Yeah. Slowly but surely. That, cool. That's a lot. That's right. Like, that's a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> episode. But, I think, but I feel like I've hit the turning point where I don't need their approval. Of oh, who awesome. I yeah. You're showing up with your gift yeah. and following your and, path. And they may not always understand what I'm doing and that's okay too. Yeah. That's so true. Right. Yeah. And, and it's like, I always say to people, you know, sometimes we got to be the leader in our family. Yeah. <laughs> we, have to, we have to like the new way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I try to do. That's for sure. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh my gosh. So where, where do you see your path taking you? What's next for you? So much. There's so much big stuff coming up. I cool. can't even wait. One of my, 
uh, best friends here in, in Raleigh and I just toured a house over the weekend to rent out as a holistic healing center. Yeah. Uh, so she's wow. a psychologist and wants to like have a long-term whole space. space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so bring me in there to do massage, to do breath work. I can do if I have any one-on-one -on -one coaching clients who want to come see me. Oh my gosh. How cool. Retreats. We have space for you, you guys. Dream big, dream big. You yeah. find what lights you up and oh. hopefully we'll be in by February 1st. That's Good the for you. Yeah. And then I, the big vision is speaking. I have nice. that for next summer and then doing these massive like week long retreats. So exciting. Full immersion. So oh, I love it. Coming up. Yeah. And then the, the very next thing is a for my first ever course launch is coming up and I'm so excited about that. So cool. Tell us about that. Yeah. So it launches November 18th, right after my graduation. It's a 12 week program, just really shedding through those old stories, old beliefs, the fears, releasing those traumas. Mm. I dig a lot in work I've done. I, I'll do breath work in that to help release some of this to really let the version of you, you, you know, you're meant to be just mm. shine through, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I don't think it's about necessarily becoming this better version of yourself. You already exist. You already are. You, yes. are. you already are. It's just letting that version come through. Yeah. Step into it. Step into it. Own so it. Yeah. Like find that, find that person and let them come out. Oh, that's so beautiful. I'm so excited. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. So, so if you were to give, you know, the listeners a piece of advice to take away from this episode, what would you say? I would say you are safe to feel. Ooh. So simple, but it's so complex because we're so scared to feel, mm. but knowing that you're safe to do that. Yeah. And that's really the start of any healing you can do is that allowance yeah yeah knowing it's okay knowing it's okay are mm. you a journaler is that where you do a lot of your healing sometimes it, mm. it comes and goes i i've tried to force the journaling and then i don't want to do it no, that takes the fun out yep it takes the fun out so if i feel really called to it or if i have something that i just feel i need to get out i will I've, I've been hula hooping a lot. I was going to say, I see a hula hoop behind you. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. One of, one of the girls in my certification program, she's really good and kind of challenged me to, as a way to get into my feminine energy and get, you know, m emotions flowing. Yeah. So I, I went to a workshop, picked one up and I, I love it. That's so, hysterical. I think I have a hula hoop too. I need to find it. Yeah. So it's just been a really good way to, to just release. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Movement, movement's a big one to release. Movement's a big one. It really is. I love it. Oh my gosh. So Janelle, where can everyone connect with you? Yes. So I hang out mostly on Instagram. So you can mm -hmm. find me at the Janelle Consorti or 
check out JanelleConsorti.com. Beautiful. So I'll definitely take those links too and put them in the show notes so everyone can scroll down and find you and connect with you. Awesome. Yeah. So awesome. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your story. And yeah, of course. And it's just, it's so exciting to be able to introduce, you know, so many different, different modalities to people. Right. You know, because a lot of it's finding what works for someone. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. There's so many different, like you said, healing modalities that try something to find what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for introducing some new ones to the Beautifully Built fam. I appreciate it. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. We'll bring you back on again soon. Sounds good. Yeah. I just loved this conversation so much and I really hope you did as well. I am so grateful for the community of people that I have met through Angie Lee and her event Pays to be Brave. So this year, 2020 Pays to be Brave is in Chicago, baby. And I am so excited, gonna be getting a big Airbnb and bringing together some like-minded individuals. And Miss Angie has been so kind to give a coupon code out. So if you are interested in stepping out of your comfort zone and coming to Pace to be brave now that you've heard me talk about it so much on this podcast hit me up send me a dm and i will give you all of the information and then if you are interested in staying at the airbnb with us definitely let me know now because i want to plan early and i want to start getting a head count so hit me up on instagram if you are interested and i can't wait to all be together and uh it's just you know i always talk about how energy is just so much different when you're actually sitting right next to each other and able to hug each other and look each other in the eye and I just can't wait to be able to hug some of you so hit me up on Instagram a underscore healthy underscore attitude Janelle thank you so much for this amazing conversation and I will catch all of you very soon on the next episode Woo!